Psalm 1, Psalm 1. If you would turn um, in your Bible to Psalm 1. And I'm going to read a few verses from Psalm 40 where we were at last week, but it's been in my mind so strong the thought of, as I shared, praise him, praise him, as in H-Y-M-N, a praise him, thanking the Lord and praising the Lord, but also praising him in our words and our deeds and our actions. So important. Tonight we'll look, I believe, with the help of the Lord from Psalm 1 at the song of a steady man. But last time we looked from Psalm 40, we considered the song or finding your song. And so I'll read a few verses from Psalm 40 to begin. I waited patiently for the Lord and he inclined to me and heard my cry. He brought me up out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay set my feet upon a rock, and established my goings. Verse 3 says, And he hath put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto our God. Many shall see it in fear and shall trust in the Lord. Let us pray. Lord, we love you. We thank you for all that you do for us, Lord. We thank you for your grace and for your mercy. God, we thank you for bestowing upon us the blessing of becoming the pastor of Mountain View Baptist Church. Lord, we know that there will be wonderful, bounteous times ahead. Lord, and we know that there will be many blessings from you. Lord, and we know that there will also be difficult times that will try our, try our faith and try our spirit, Lord. And we just pray that we can faithfully move forward together, arm in arm, hand in hand, spirit in spirit, serving and living for you. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So when you find your place in Psalm 1, if you would stand with me as we read the text for the message tonight. Read the first six verses, or the, actually the whole psalm. The Bible says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he, sh he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff, which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous." But the way of the ungodly shall perish. Thank you for standing. You can take your seat. My thought, and I don't know how long we'll go. We'll just let the Lord lead on that part. But my thought from the book of Psalms is praise him. Praise him. Finding our song in 2023 and beyond. Finding the song. Maybe restoring joy in our lives. There are so many lessons in these Psalms because they are Songs to the Lord, praising God for who he is and what only God can do. And you find here in Psalm 1, the song of a steady man. Psalm 1 is unique, and I've shared this here before, and uh, I told Shelby before we come over, I'm, I'm going back to Psalm 1. And that's a joke between us because when I first started, uh, had an opportunity to teach in the church, went, uh, had a chance to teach a youth class, and man, I was just so gung-ho for... For God, and I mean, I was just 
I had got all the sin out of my life and I was just living right and I was doing good and man, I found this in Psalm 1 and we go and I teach the class and I taught it in such a spirit that uh, I offended everybody in the class. And uh, Shelby was one of them. I was already on the fence with what she thought of me. So I did not, I probably, uh, we probably got married a year later than we could have because of that uh, situation. I'm just kidding there. But the reality is, is my spirit about this, uh, this psalm uh, was wrong and, and uh, approached it the wrong way. But I believe with the help of the Lord, we can look at it uh, in the correct way, biblically, tonight. And, and I would want to encourage you with these thoughts of, uh, you know, as I said, just finding our song. And that lady, it just sticks with me. The lady in our church before uh, that we had the opportunity to serve in, she, uh, she said, I, I don't have a song. I'm waking up and I don't have a song. And what sad, how sad it is when we get up and we don't, we don't have a song of praise in our heart in the mornings or um, at night when we go to bed. Uh, just thanking the Lord for all that he's done. And so uh, as we look here, we look at the song of a steady man. It says there, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. This is talking about a steady man in his ways and his walk. The blessed man is a steady man. He's somebody that... He is assured and understands and he knows that the path that he's traveling on and the way that he's walking is of God and by God. And I think it's important that we remember and realize in our lives and evaluate our walk and are we back and forth? Do we ride the fence? I remember my mother one time come to me and uh, just in a period of, of life where I was just back and forth on a lot of things and she said, you're going to have to get off the fence. You can't ride the fence forever. You know, you've ever been around somebody, they just ride the fence about everything? They don't ever seem like they've got an opinion on something. They don't ever seem that they just, they've made a decision on how they feel about things. I value my grandfather's uh, opinions on things, and I found this to be true in both of my grandfather's lives. And uh, the strong men in my lives and the strong women in my lives that have been spiritual blessings to me, you know what, I can go to them and I get a consistent, steady belief uh, from them about things. I can go to my grandfather now, and before I even talk to him, I know what he's going to say about some things. I know because he's made up his mind about certain things. And he'll tell you maybe he's not right about everything, but he's at least steady in what he believes. And there was a preacher out in Leicester that nobody liked, and everybody bad-mouthed him because, well, people in his church, I suppose, like him. I don't know. Some of, I've heard interesting things from some of them, but the reality is people liked him in his church, but outside of that, man, people didn't want anything to do with him. And the, the thing I respected about him is sometimes he would say things just off the wall. Just, I mean, you would, where in the world did he get this? Uh, figure you got it out of the back of a newspaper somewhere um, instead of the Bible. But I respected him because he practiced what he preached. He was somebody that he might have some off-the-wall opinions about stuff. But I know for a fact because I've seen him and I've fellowshiped with him and I've been around him and I know his kids and I know his family, he was a man that he... If he said something, he would live it out. It might be crazy to me, but he would live it out. And you know what? I respect that about people is when they can be steady about what they believe. These politicians, and that, that's a great example for it, is politicians, my goodness. If they know that you will, you will uh, Brother Wayne and I were talking about this yesterday in the parking lot uh, after the funeral yesterday, talking about how uh, people just, they, they'll tell you what they think you, they want you to hear. You know, I've learned in interviewing people, uh, they'll tell you they've been to the moon. I told Wayne this. They'll tell you they've been to the moon, or they tell you they've oh, I single-handedly won the state championship in football. Myself, all my everybody else was hurt, and I won it myself. 
They'll tell you whatever they think you want to hear if they think it's going to get them a job or give them a benefit for things. The preacher said this morning, he said, I, I may have been over there just to get this from him. He said, understand that standing up for Christ, it may cost you your promotion and your job. Standing up for Christ and being steady in your beliefs may cost you many things in this earth. But aren't we setting up a treasure on the other side? Aren't we laying up treasures in heaven instead of on this earth? That's why it's so important to be steady in what we believe and the way that we walk. And uh, I thought of this, and I, I shared this even with Wayne yesterday. I was talking, and I and, uh, didn't know my, I'd be chewing the cut of this message yesterday about this, but I went down with a friend of mine, a pastor friend. He uh, was part of a, a singing group, bluegrass group, for many years. He asked me to go down to uh, Columbia, South Carolina. They were singing down there. And they were having a, uh, they were having a, basically a, a, a stand up for pro life rights or stand up against abortion rally or whatever. And uh, this was right before the 2016 election. And uh, and so we go down there and it, this thing, I mean, blew up. I mean, I, I don't even know how many. I think it was like 12,000, 13,000 people there by the time it was said and done. And it started with just four or five churches. And uh, there was a guy that ended up running for president. He, come, he comes, and I mean, everybody except for the guy that got elected president in 2016, was at, all, the, all the conservatives were at this rally. This guy gets up there, and I mean, it was just making me sick because these politicians, you could tell, they was just putting on because they was talking to a Christian crowd. They was just trying to make themselves like they walked to this, you know, the streets of Jerusalem with Jesus and everything. And this one politician gets up, and he pulls this Bible out, and you could just feel, I mean, it's flat as a flitter. It was cold as ice. Spirit wasn't on it or nothing. And standing there, and I've got this, I've got my grandmother's Bible with me. And I'm not bad-mouthing his grandmother's Bible, but he just, he's just acting like, he's just putting on a show. I've got my grandmother's Bible, and he kept kissing it, and kept kissing it, and kept kissing it. And, uh, and it was just fake. Well, later on through the, through the election period, I heard him talking to another crowd, and he was talking whatever they wanted to hear. And I thought, you know what? That's not a steady man right there. You couldn't feel it on him. It didn't seem legitimate. It didn't feel real. It didn't feel genuine. There's no way in the world I'm going to vote for that man. I'm not going to put my faith in somebody. And I'm, I'm not saying we're electing a pastor. I'm just saying I'm not putting my faith in somebody that's not steady, even of things of the world. Being a steady person, that's going to be a key to success in your life. Because this man, this is talking about verse 1, is he walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. I believe he has settled what he's going to believe. He's settled how he's going to walk. He's settled how he's going to act. He's settled how he's going to treat people. And not only is he steady in his ways, but this steady man, he lives a separate life. He lives a separate life where it says walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. He has a separate walk. He's not going to walk in the counsel of the ungodly. He's not going to be influenced in a spiritual nature uh, of, of the world. And, and have you ever had a, you've ever had a boss that uh, didn't believe in the Lord? Have you ever had somebody that was your leader, your direct leader that didn't believe in God? It can really weigh on you sometimes. But remember, those people, they're not your spiritual leaders. They're not your spiritual guide. If, if you've got a godly boss, and I do at the moment, praise the Lord for that. Uh, that's a blessing, but there's times where you're not going to have that. The reality is you've got to settle in, in a steady heart that I'm going to step aside and realize that I've got to walk separate from this person. And while they may have influence over my job, they may have influence over what I'm doing or trying to accomplish, they don't have influence over me spiritually. 
They don't have influence over me as a Christian. You've got to walk separate because you may be the light to them in their life. A separate walk, and it goes on and it says, nor standeth in the way of sinners. He's, a, he's got a separate stance from the world. He, he, he's standing actively against the things of the world. I'm afraid what's happened is, is in so many circumstances, in so many cases, we've forgotten, we've, we've lost boldness to stand against things of the world. We let the devil get the victory before anything even comes up because we're too afraid to speak out against things or too, too afraid to speak up against something. In the, in, the work, in the work world, my goodness, the HR world in 2023, oh, my lands. I mean, it's just, they got all these key words I'm not even going to get into because I'll just get mad and then I'll ruin my first service as your pastor. But they've got all these key words and all these things we've got to do to be up to date and hip and everything. It's just, it's hogwash. We've got to stand against the world, whatever it may cost us. It's easy to say, like that song, it's easy to praise God on the mountaintop. But you know, the reality is we've got to make a stance against the things of the world. If we're going to be steady, we've got to have a separate walk and we've got to have a separate, separate stance. And it goes on, it says, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. We've got to have a separate seat. I'm not going to sit in the seat of the world. I'm not going to choose. When you, you know, when you sit down somewhere, you, you take a load off and you rest. You're making a choice at that moment. You're identifying with that. You're making those things okay. We've got to have a separate seat. Lord, I'm not, hey, I might live in the world, but I'm not going to be of the world. I'm not going to sit in it. I'm not going to live in it. Now, I love them out in the world. Jesus was a friend of sinners. We can't forget that either. You know, sometimes it's me and my, my four and nobody else. Sometimes it's me and my church and nobody else. We've got to remember, there's people out in this world. God's, hey, this world is still turning. Time is still ticking. There's people that still need to be saved. But, man, I've got to have a separate walk. I've got to have a separate stance, and I need to take a separate seat in the world. How would I expect to reach them spiritually if I don't do those things? This song is a song of a steady man, and it goes on verse 2. But his delight is in the law of the Lord... And in his law doth he meditate day and night. This is a studious man. This is somebody that ponders God's word and studies God's word and, and, and has his mind on the things of God. If we expect, and I've said this recently, if we expect to get back to holiness, you've got to prioritize your time to feed holiness. If you never take time for God, if you ever take time for prayer, but yet you expect results when you pray. My goodness, that doesn't make sense, does it? You see these professional athletes play sports. And I mean, just pure God-given talent. There's some people, they're just born to do it. I've shared with you, I'm not one of those. You ever play ball with somebody that goes on and plays high, college football or professional sports or some, some sort of guy I played ball with all through the years? He played college ball, but his older brother, he's... He's on a farm team in the MLB baseball. I remember him pitching to me and leaving bruises all over me. Yeah, I knew right then I ain't going to be in Major League Baseball. I'm gonna get, I, my catching days are over. Get beat to death. <clears throat> I'm different. But you know those guys that play these professional sports, they don't just show up on Sunday to play. They don't just show up on Monday to play. They don't just show up on Friday and play. 
They've got to work for it. They've got to keep themselves in shape. Somebody that's just naturally strong, if you don't use your muscles, you lose them. Spiritually, we expect results, but we're sometimes not willing to put the work in. I want to see things change in the church. I want to see us grow. I want to see us go. I want to see, see us get closer to God. But if I can't pray as a church member, why would I expect, how, how can I expect anything to change? You get out what you put in with church and with God. The studious man, he studies God's word. His delight is in the law of the Lord. He studies God, God's word joyfully. He studies God's word joyfully. You know, the beautiful thing, and I've shared with some, and I've said this, and I'll say it again. The reason that this book doesn't sit and collect dust on my shelf is because there's something fresh and something new every time I read it. I've got some favorite books. I've got some favorite secular books and novels and history books that every once in a while I'll pick them up and just read them, and it's just it's good entertainment for a minute. But you know what? I leave them on the shelf when times get hard. I leave them on the shelf day to day trying to figure out how I'm going to walk through this life because this word is new each and every day. God can use it to, to, to illuminate things in my life, point out sin, get me on the right track. God can use it to help me for the, the, the difficulty that's around the next turn. God can use it to, to help uh, my family. God can use it to help grow my family, can help restore my family can help restore relationships it's definitely uh something i'm gonna need to pull off the shelf if i'm gonna be a pastor but we expect sometimes spare tire mindset sometimes just to pull it out when we need it you got to maintain it you got to preserve it got to take care of it but study it joyfully because it's new and it's fresh each and every day have delight in it. Be joyful, Lord. Here I am before you to study your word. Give me something new. Give me something fresh. I promise you, you won't find that freshness in each and every other book out there. You won't find that freshness in any, just any old Christian literature. Because at the end of the day, this is the only preserved, inerrant word of God. And it's new and fresh every day. Study it joyfully. Because this studious man, he's blessed because he ponders God's word and he studies it joyfully. Now, the next thing it says there, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. Does it, he doesn't only study it joyfully, he studies it faithfully. He studies it faithfully. It's kind of one of those things, you know, you, if you've got... Uh, any kind of medical issue or you have to take medication for something I got on this medicine for my migraines and man I was doing good for I got like a 30 day supply and I was doing good well got busy and made excuses and forgot to go refill my prescription for a couple weeks and I started feeling the effects of that I knew what it felt like when I was using it every day but then on the back end when I was forgetting to use it and I I was a little lazy going and getting it, and I didn't have it in the forefront of my mind to prioritize it. Man, them headaches come on, and I realized, you know what? This is kind of dumb of me because I know how to fix this. God's blessed somebody with the knowledge to, to be able to fix this situation. Day in and day out for a month, I was fine, and then here I am, migraine of the century, and I had a way out. Study God's word faithfully. 
If you can make it part of your daily habit and your daily walk, and, and, and even sometimes it's like, like I said, don't, you don't, don't, please don't read your Bible driving down the road. But the Bible also says to write the word upon the table of your heart. Take the words of God. Hold them dear and hold them close and ponder those things. The principles and the precepts, or in other words, the, the thoughts and the meaning of God's word. Ponder those things. Lord, I'm doing 70 miles an hour down, set, down 26, but I'm going to ponder Psalm 1. I don't have a second to read at the moment, but I'm going to ponder what your word means. You lay down at night. I'm going to ponder your word, Lord, before I go to bed. I'm going to think upon your word. I'm going to get up in the morning, Lord. I'm going to read your word because if I can read and study your word faithfully, create a habit, maybe I won't have a moment of headache and heartache and pain when I could have prevented it. This is a studious man. In verse 3, it goes on and it says, And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Praise the Lord for that. This is a steady man and a studious man, and it's finally a staying man. A staying man. Well, he stays in his faith because he's rooted in his faith. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. He's a rooted man. If you want to have any kind of, start building a house. There's, there's 40,000 builders in here. You start building a house. You start with the foundation, am I right? You start with the foundation. If you ain't got a foundation, wind will blow and knock that thing right over Start with a foundation. If you're not rooted to begin with, the wind comes by, the rain comes by, the storm comes by, the building falls over. What happened? If you don't have a foundation, don't be surprised when it falls over. First time I ever went to Florida, went down there and I visited a Christian college in Pensacola, and they had a tropical storm roll through. And you know, we're blessed here in the mountains. I, I'm, I'm hearing there's some crazy weather over here at the Eastern Continental Divide. We're blessed. I mean, am I right? Like, you see these videos on the Weather Channel, and there's a tornado the size of Texas coming, blowing everything away and destroying everything. We're blessed. We are blessed. I get down there to Florida, and, I mean, I, I, I'm not, I don't get out much. That's just how it is. Get down there and. I mean, the windows on this, this college are that thick for, for the hurricane proofing and everything else. And I'm starting to realize, like, hey, they're, they're prepared for something. And uh, tropical storm rolls through, and, I mean, it was just wailing on this place. And the girl, we, were, we went to visit her, her dad and her pastor and myself, we went to visit a girl that went to the church. She's calm as a cucumber, and, I mean, it is raining sideways, thunder and lightning, tornadoes. Not, I, I mean, you just name it. She's just calm, cool and calm collected. I'm like, what is wrong with you? And I looked outside, and there's a palm tree. And I mean, it's like, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but it's like slapping the concrete outside. And I'm like, this is too much for a guy from the mountains. I got to reading about a palm tree. That thing, it wasn't slapping the ground, but it was, I mean, you could tell there was some wind on that thing. And I got to reading about a palm tree, and God created, God created 
a palm tree to where its root system holds it to the ground. And come what may, above the ground, it's rooted in the ground in a way that the wind's not just going to pull it up out of the ground. The wind's not going to just knock it over. You know, there were some mild winds that come by. I told some yesterday. There's some mild winds that come by and knocked a tree down on one of our, one of our fence lines. Mild wind. This thing, that tree, that, and it was mild where I, when I was down there. This thing, God designed them to handle the strongest, stoutest wind possible. This staying man, this is talking about here in verse 3, this is a rooted man. It's just, this isn't just, just a couple inches in the ground. This is somebody that is rooted as deep as possible. And whatever storms come by his way, he's rooted like a tree planted by the rivers of water. God knew where he'd placed these trees. He knew, hey, you don't, you don't see oak trees and pine trees and everything else growing on the beach, do you? No, sir. No, ma'am. You see trees that are made for the condition. God calls you to do something, God, and you're going to settle in your heart to serve him and live for him. He'll give you the roots that you need where you're at. He'll provide for you the way to stand through terrible circumstances and situations. Like that song said, it's easy on the mountaintop. Faith, we talk of faith on the mountaintop. But supported in his word. This is a rooted man. And this is a fruitful man. Now that's another thing about a tree is, I tell people, I'm not a gardener, but I don't care, or I actually I say at work, you know, they get on to me. Like it's my job to keep, keep all the flowers alive in the building. I'm like, if I can't eat something that comes from this, I don't care nothing about it. Now, you get tomato plants, you plant, you put a tomato plant in there, all good, I'll help you. If it bears fruit, I'm all about it. But it says there, as the tr- like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. God calls you to do something. God purposes in your life. Just, just You may feel like you, you have no purpose. Well, I'm just, a, I'm just a Christian church member. Praise the Lord, we need people like that. The reality is God will help you be rooted and he'll, he'll help you be fruitful. Hey, Christian church member, might not, the devil may make you feel like you don't do anything else. Most fruit I've ever ate of has come from Christian church members. You get into some of the other stuff sometimes, pride, I'm telling you what, pride will steal away fruit, won't it? Prayer warriors, they bear a lot of fruit. Behind the scenes, this is a fruitful man. It says there, whatsoever, well, his leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. He's a long-lasting man. He's rooted, he's fruitful, and he's long-lasting. He's ready for the, ready for the storm. I, pray, I prayed this moments ago. Lord, I know what you want to do at Mountain View Baptist Church is wonderful and bountiful. I believe that with all my heart. I believe God has a work at Mountain View Baptist Church that's going to be amazing if we can get out of the way. I believe it with all my heart. But on the other end, there's going to be some hard times. There's going to be some difficulties. There's going to be some, well, I don't like what old so-and-so did, or I don't like how it went with this person, or I don't like that, or I don't like... There's going to be, a, there's going to be some of that. If we're together long enough, there's going to be a lot of it. 
But I want to settle in my heart, Lord, I want to be rooted in your word. I want to be fruitful. And I want to be long-lasting. I'm not coming to Mountain View Baptist Church and now I'll, I'll, I'll go when the Lord says or when you say. I'm, I'm in for the long haul. I believe that's the way God intended. Let's get in here together and let's, let's get rooted. Let's be fruitful. Let's be long-lasting. Reality is there's a lost world out there. And the closer we can get to the Lord, the, clo- the stronger we can be rooted, the more fruitful we'll be as a church. And you want to see long-lasting? God will start sending people. God will start blessing. God will grow people. We've got children in here. I've got my sons downstairs. They'll be children. Those are the fruit. They'll be here long term. Let's let them inherit something good. I'm going to settle in my heart, Lord. I want to be a steady man. I want to be studious. I want to be a staying man. Finally, consider the story of a sinner. It says, The ungodly are not so, but are like chaff which the wind driveth away. You know what chaff is? That's the excess. It's kind of the, they'd get done with the harvest. That's the extra that got left laying to the side. I always think about mowing hay. I'm a redneck, you know it. Think about when we get done mowing hay. You kick it, and you know what? You kick your hay, turn it over for the sun to bake it. You start pushing a little bit of hay closer and closer to the edge of the field. And you go in and you rake it, and when you rake it, you push a little bit closer and closer to the edge of the field. You know when you get when you get done baling and you put your hay up, there's some still laying on the edge of the field. That's the chaff. That gets left there. The wind and the weather, it takes that. It destroys that. It corrupts that. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff, which the wind driveth away, just to be forgotten. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. If we can't live according to these things, if we, if we can't separate from the world, if we can't be steady in our beliefs and our walks, I believe it offends God. I don't want to be like the chaff. I want to settle in my heart, Lord. I want to have the song a steady man give me the song of a steady man if we continue these messages and psalms I believe there'll probably be one for each and every one of us that one was for me Lord help me to be steady help me to study and ponder your word as I should help me to be dedicated to you because I don't want to I don't want to go the way of the sinner I don't want this life now I've got victory on the other side but I know Christians like chaff they just Push to the edge. Got to be careful. Got to be careful. Um, that's all I got for the message. wonder if anyone has anything. Amen. I think that'd be good. Faithfully move forward. Let's get in this altar and pray if you will. If you can, if you're able. Come pray with us on the altar. We'll dismiss in prayer. And um, I'm very excited, very excited. But, man, we gotta, this is, we got to grip, get a hold, get a hold of God and ask him to bless and lead in God. We can't forget that. So let's, uh, let's come. We'll pray. And uh, we'll be dismissed in prayer. And uh, come if you will.